Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in. You are listening to Captain Roy's Rusty Rocket Radio Show, the UK Geek Science Fiction Fantasy and Horror Podcast, episode 491, recorded on Sunday the 18th of June 2023 at 23.20.33. Oh, hello again everyone. Oh, it is warm in here tonight because the thunderstorms promised by the Met Office did not happen, but I had to shut the window. Also, shortly before the show, I had to put a rather huge spider outside. It was massive. And also, I have on my playlist Avatar The Way of Water, but this shows you how enthused I am about that film. I've had that on my playlist all day. And instead of starting to watch it before the show or planning to watch it after the show, I did in fact start watching Thor Dark World. So I'm watching an old Marvel movie rather than watching this great big James Cameron blockbuster. Oh, I hope it's good. It's just I keep seeing that trailer, the one where... One of the aliens says to the other aliens, I see you, and that seems so terribly cliched that, I don't know, I hope it's good. I'll talk about it not next time, because next time we'll be doing a Doctor Who revisit, a classic Doctor Who revisit, we'll talk about that in a second. But after that one, when we do one of these again, just our general All Things Geek episodes. Right, yes, a dip in revisitor listenership. I'm getting bugger all listeners for my Doctor Who revisits, according to Apple. And that is a little depressing. It's weird, because on social media you see lots of people posting pictures about how much they love the old show. And then... I do this podcast, and I've been doing this podcast since 2014, and it has got increasingly better as the years have gone on. (laughs) I've done a better job of talking about it, rather than just random rambling. But on social media, people seem to say they like it, but they don't listen to my podcast. It's just blah, 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 lip service on Twitter and everywhere else. Well, I say everywhere else because I'm not really paying attention to the rest of social media. Although I have gone back onto Facebook recently, which we'll talk about in the off-topic section. Yeah, it's a little disappointing. I am near enough to the end of revisiting classic Doctor Who in chronological order that I will continue, but it's dispiriting. Or perhaps it's just my delivery of the stuff. I can understand that. I'm not everyone's personal choice, I suppose. On Apple Podcasts, some anonymous coward gave me a one-star rating at some point. I don't know when. And they didn't leave a review, just a rating. So it is something I've thought of. But I always get people listening to the non-Who shows. So perhaps it's not just my personality... I think people say they like the old show, but honestly, they really watch the new show. 
Ah, uh, don't know, don't know. There are about, let's see, 300 archive plays, probably a bit less, maybe a bit more. And that's just on archive.org, one platform. That must mean there must be other listeners on other platforms. And I don't think archive.org is a massive destination for most people listening to podcasts. They'd rather get it from an aggregator. So I'm guessing that I'm not doing too badly compared to most podcasts. Of course, I don't get proper statistics because my podcast is hosted at archive.org, which is one thing you have to bear in mind if you want to go the same route as me. I just wish more people would participate with the show, with correspondence. Otherwise, this podcast is something of a message in a bottle, just floating in a warm sea of sea? <laughs> Not very good at improvising through my show notes today. Oh my god, sitting on the sofa watching Thor Dark World compared to standing up and espousing stuff on this podcast. Well, it's hot. I'm getting hotter. Let us start off then the show with a film I watched, and that is Minor Premise. I got strong Primer vibes in this low-budget 2020 science fiction movie. And I thought it was clever, apart from one item that we'll talk about in a moment. It is about this neuroscientist who is attempting to complete his brilliant father's work of not only recording and replaying memories, but also manipulating the consciousness. Of course, given this is a sci-fi movie... Everything goes terribly wrong, and he ends up splitting his personality into separate aspects of his psyche. Some work with him to fix the mess he's made, others work against him, as he attempts to reintegrate his mind. My major, major problem with this is that the bad guy in this is the psychotic split. Why is the psychotic split the evil one? Psychosis doesn't make you necessarily evil, just ill, mentally ill. Ah, this strikes me as just another tired old cliche, stigmatizing mental illness in an otherwise interesting movie. And like I said, there were strong primer vibes, a uh, very limited cast, not that many effects. It was one of those movies uh, for the head, a cerebral movie, apart from that one glaring clangor. Okay, as I said before, it is rather hot in here now that I had to shut the windows to do the podcast. So before we... Mosey into Strange New Worlds Season 2. Let me just take a short break, and I'll be with you in a moment.
Okay, five minutes of four and I'm back. Oh. Let's see, where were we? Okay, Strange New Worlds, The Broken Circle. Yes, I have watched the extremely eagerly anticipated second season premiere. Oh, I was looking forward to this. But... It wasn't a big explosion of excitement that I thought it would be. We did have the security chief drinking Klingons under the table, the scene cloned directly from Raiders of the Lost Ark. There's also Dr. Mbanga and Nurse Chapel getting juiced in order to kick Klingon ass, And there's a big blood wine booze up at the end with Spock making friends with the Klingons. It was, as Strange New Worlds is, and we have come to expect, good, but nothing extraordinary uh, in terms of story. Instead, we get this introduction to the Strange New Worlds universe of the Klingons. And by the way, the Skull Ridges were slightly less pronounced than in The Next Generation, and they definitely didn't look as alien as they did in Discovery. All in all, though, I found it a very generic episode. I am, though, of course, pleased to see the cast again. I think it's an excellent cast, especially Captain Pike, or as I call him, and probably many fans, Captain Hare, Anson Mount. <laughs> How is his hair so good? The cinematic effects are also spectacular. TV shows are really good looking nowadays. Strange New World certainly isn't one to watch in anything less than 1080p. And I remember back when this podcast started, I would have thought at that time and probably said many times over the years that 1080p is probably the ultimate that we need to go for resolution. Now I'm definitely not so sure. I think 4K, <laughs> maybe even 8K. <laughs> Although I can't afford to watch anything greater than 1080p on my equipment. And that's just my TV. My computer monitor isn't even 1080p. Imagine that. Yeah, so that was the season two premiere of Strange New Worlds. The episode was titled The Broken Circle. A good start to summer. Well, summer's already started. Summer has most definitely started in the UK. It's so hot here. It hasn't quite got to heat wave roasting temperatures, but it's pretty bad. And it's humid. And it's still not raining. Thanks a lot, Met Office. Finally, in our science fiction, fantasy and horror section this week, that is the main geek section, in other words, the main purpose of this podcast, The Midnight Club. I have already reviewed this and talked about it many times in previous pods, but I heard that it had been cancelled, and I don't remember if I've said this in the podcast. So I'm saying it now, just in case you don't know, and you're a fan of the show, as I am. And that's really a pity, 
as I thoroughly enjoyed this horror series about teens at a hospice, which doesn't sound very promising, but I guarantee if you watch it, you'll like it. Well, you might like it. If you're me, you'd like it. <laughs> so, if you are short on geek material, this loose 2022 adaptation by Mike Flanagan of cult author Christopher Pike's book is worth a watch, as recommended by me. Although there is a lot of geek material around at the moment, so only if you're short of watching new stuff. I even believe that Foundation Season 2 is out already? Has it started? I'm not sure now. I should get a notification on my phone. I'm not sure that I have. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, so that is it for the main part of the show. Let us stray off topic now. Got a couple of media items and then some geek life stuff. I finally saw a film called The Mercy from 2018. It is a biopic based on Donald Crowhurst's participation in the 1968 Sunday Times Golden Globe race around the world. It stars Colin Firth as Donald Crowhurst, a middle-aged inventor and amateur sailor based in Somerset, who decided to take part in its very arduous solo circumnavigation as a publicity stunt for his ailing business ventures. He used a boatload, literally, of sponsorship money to build a trimaran called the Tainmouth Electron. It launched from Tainmouth on the 31st of October 1968, and he was immediately beset by problems. But instead of returning home or continuing with the race, he apparently, allegedly, sailed around the South Atlantic broadcasting false coordinates until abruptly going radio silent on the 29th of June 1969, after which the uncrewed electron was found adrift. Let me give you a bit of background about Donald Crowhurst's meaning to me personally. When I used to work for a company, a subsidiary of Raycol, I was given the book The Strange Last Voyage of Donald Crowhurst by Nicholas Tomlin and Ron Hall, published in 1970. This was given to me by a colleague as an ironic slur-slash-warning about my own plans. It didn't quite have the effect I think he thought it would have on me, so if you're out there listening to this, imagine how many fingers I'm holding up. The thing is, as a bit of a dreamer myself, I read it and found myself not chastised or discouraged or mocking of Crowhurst, but sympathising with him. He may have ultimately failed, but by God, man, he had the balls to actually try, which is more than can be said for most people. As far as the film goes, Colin Firth 
brings an empathic humanity to Crowhurst. It is the kind of character he was almost born to play. On the other hand, I thought that the period setting and look of the film and the dialogue and all that stuff was a little low-key, a little stale. And that is The Mercy from 2018. Moving on to a TV show that I watched, Significant Other. This is a new ITV sitcom about dysfunctional neighbours who find an uneasy solace in each other. I thought there were a few funny moments, but I largely watched it because I find Catherine Parker, Jen from the IT crowds acting comedic and compelling. It was okay. I watched the first season, and I think I'm now finished with it. And that's Significant Other. Let's really get into some life stuff now. In 489, I told you about my current obsession with motorcycling. Since then, I have actually passed my CBT, that is the first part of motorcycle training in the UK. It stands for compulsory basic training. Though I barely scraped through according to the instructor. He was only a few years older than me. Uh, am I too old? I've been a bicycle rider my entire life, so I found balancing on the bike okay. And I did think initially... When you see motorcycle riders going around a corner and they're banking and you think, oh god, that looks terrifying. Well, apparently, when I had a go, it's not terrifying at all. It's pretty easy. However, though the balance was okay, going around corners was okay, I also found my first experience of riding not so rosy. I found the bikes noisy, uncomfortable... The need for constant clutch control wore my hand out, and the clothing was hot and sweaty. It did not seem fun, in other words. This feels a lot like when I joined the local canoe club and immediately fell in the lake on my very first paddle, which is something I've never done in a boat before. And by the way, about that canoeing... My second outing wasn't much better and left me sick for a few days from joint pain and fever. And the motorcycling also made my left hand, when I was controlling clutch, quite painful. I think I had some neuropathy. Ah, what a wreck. In 489, I also mentioned that a physio told me I need to get more exercise. Well... Weeks of riding a bicycle, walking, doing that canoeing, the motorcycling, hacking in the garden. The hotter weather has left me aerobically fitter, but I still feel like crap. <laughs> I still suffer from aches and pains. I'm feeling that right now. Is this arthritis? Is this age? Since 489, I've also spoken to a diabetic nurse who told me to change my diet because my blood sugar was a bit too high. So that change in my diet has also left me feeling awful. 
going from uh, Lister from Red Dwarf-like diet to a healthy and low-calorie diet is terrible. I can't tell you how terrible it is. Oh, I had to go out the other day and I just felt like death. I couldn't think, could barely move, could barely function. Oh. I suppose the bright side to all this is that at least delusions of captaining or leather-clad bikerdom have left me very little out of pocket. As I haven't really splurged on anything, I haven't bought a canoe or a motorcycle yet. I've got to say, though, I can't help feeling disappointed by these experiences. Shortly before moving here... Oh, let's see now. More than a decade ago, I gave up martial arts. When my back decided to lock up... I've got to say, isn't ageing simply spiffing? The biker thing is a bit of a bugger, but you can't help liking what you like and not liking what you don't like. I'm not sure whether I don't like motorcycling or just need a break from that CBT course and maybe I'll change my mind later. But yeah, it's disappointing. And as many Whovians know, John Pertwee was a biker his entire life riding the Wall of Death in a circus from the age of 16, whereas I continue to excel at squishy wizardry. Yeah, just being a squishy wizard. Ah. Oh. I do need some hobby that gets me out there and doing more social things, but perhaps not as action-packed as I would like. Oh, I feel like one of those old action men that you might find in your attic or your old uh, box of toys somewhere that's seen better days, that has been bashed about, bits hanging off. <laughs> oh. So that's my current... A lot of anecdotes about motorcycling, canoeing, exercising, dieting. Let's talk about socialing. I tried to get back into a social club recently. I was once a member of that club on Facebook. I mean, it's a club in the real world, but they do their social stuff on Facebook. What I found was that because... I haven't logged into Facebook for more than a year. I'd been purged due to inactivity. Yeah, they had just removed me from the club page. I'm not really sure what's going on because I contacted the club, got a really weird reply. And I think the club's gone kaput since Covid. I'll find out because I'm still on their mailing list and there's any other social events I'll go to one in the real world. While I was on Facebook, by the way, <laughs> I was complimented by a woman who had seen my photo 
photos. Got more than one photo, but probably my profile picture, which was nice. I replied that I was flattered and thanked her. Still, though, what a lovely morale booster to get a comment like that. Oh my god, have we talked about dating in this podcast. I'm not going to go through the grisly details and name the specific episodes, but man, yeah, this is definitely a geek life podcast as well as a geek media podcast. <laughs> so if that's the sort of thing you're into, maybe it's for you, or maybe it's for someone you know. Okay, after show. Urbaning. There's a lot of ing going on this week. This is regarding my legendary, epic, never-ending quest for a new dwelling place. Yeah, it's another one. Oh man, how many times have we moved during the course of this podcast? So many times. Anyway, I viewed a property... Um, was it yesterday? Or the day before. I can't remember. It took so much out of me that my mind's gone a bit blank. But anyway, it was in the extreme recent past. Because this property was located in such an urban area, and I haven't been into such an area for such a long time, COVID, I now realise that I can't take living in that level of population density anymore. I just can't do it. Or that much concrete. Or that much pollution. The other thing I know, but I've known this for a time, is I'd like a place where I could make a better studio. At the moment, I have the space, but sound insulation is rubbish. So one day. And sound insulation, yeah. Do you remember last week's podcast? You might have noticed a few... I tried to remove most of it, but you might have heard some of that. Ooh. Okay. My feet may be taking root. So let's see. Is there anything left to say? No, I think that's it. We've finished talking about the stuff I wanted to talk about. As you may have noticed, not a huge amount of science fiction, fantasy, and horror. And from the off-topic subjects, you can tell that I've been busy with RL stuff. I will get back to watching Thor Dark World yet again in a moment. So for now, that's it. The show that you just listened to is produced, presented and edited by me, Roy Matur, a writer. Matur is spelt M-A-T-H-U-R. You can find more about me or get in touch at RoyMatur.com. If you want to help, please review and rate the show on whatever platform you listen. Recommend it to a friend, as I say many, many times. Or a mortal enemy, if you hate it. Or click on the contact or support link on the website. Now it's time to say goodbye. Thanks for tuning in, my friends. You are listening to Captain Roy's Rusty Rocket Radio Show, the painfully truthful UK geek science fiction fantasy and horror podcast episode 491, recorded on Sunday the 18th of June 2023, and the time at the end of the show is 
235858. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and bye-bye for now. Bye.